1: Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Do you consider yourself a workaholic, somebody that finds their hands always in something and not really having time for anything else? But you continue to go down this circle of working so much and you're not even really growing your business and you're, you're finding yourselves, you know, almost burnt out. Well, I have the person for you. Her name is Yvonne Dam, and she's all the way from the Netherlands. She's a performance coach for people who have too little time and crave to take their business to the next level. Through her high achiever freedom code and VIP coaching, she's here to help you grow your business further while making it all feel like a breeze, getting you to drastically reduce your working hours. And when she's not coaching, you can find her indulging in beach walks and a sparkling glass of champagne. Stop working 24-7. Bring back the fun and ease in your business and get ready for the next level with amaze-yourself.com. Her links are also in the show notes below. So definitely check her out. Thank you so much for joining me today, Yvonne.
0: It's my pleasure to be here.
1: Oh yeah. So how did you um Get into doing this. Just give me a little bit of your backstory.
0: Yeah, well, um, it's actually funny. I started my career as a tax lawyer. So I, I learned really quickly to be very efficient with my time. I joined a big audit organization where time was money, and that's I I, you know, that's how I was brought up, so to say, in my in my corporate career. I, I moved up the corporate ladder, did a lot of um, consulting in leadership positions and then I ended in change management but I kind of lost myself along the way because it was so i was so pressured or I felt pressured into working hard into working all all hours. and'm I was back then very eager to please. So I got burned out and then I recovered. And I kept working and at a certain point in time, I was like, well, this could be different. And I started to apply new things and I learned that actually sometimes the less you do, the better your results get. And I was like, oh, I really, I really want to tell this to more people now. In an amazing fairy tale story, I would start my own business and I would never fall into the trap of working hard again. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is no fairy tale. What I did when I started my own business, I fell back into the trap because, you know, most of you can relate, but if you are eager to get your business off the ground, you're eager to work day and night. So it took me a while, but then I realized you really do not have to work 24-7 to get your business to the level you want it. And I started applying all that I learned in my career, in my change management, and that's when the true magic happened. So now I work less, I enjoy more, and my business is thriving.
1: Thank you for sharing that. And. I um that honestly reminds me of this book, Do Less, which is not really related to this topic, but uh, because it, it's about teaching women how to use their menstrual cycles to their benefit. But you saying, you saying that, like it's really like, you know, because you cannot give from an empty tank. And when you're overworking, you are truly giving from an empty tank. So it's like you just get in this little rat race hamster reel um yeah. of just always going after it. So when you started your business um what, what was the how long did you go from working like crazy hours to being like okay this is not it?
0: Well, it's it's a process, right? I I I must say the first year I really was like you know going 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 and then I thought okay this is not what I want. I slowed down. But there are so many ways that we keep telling ourselves that we have to do more and more and more. And I kind of like finally broke that habit two years ago when I told myself it's enough. So then, um, since then, Wednesdays are my day off. Since then, I don't start working or engaging with clients before 10 a.m. I don't work weekends unless I really feel inspired to write something. And I take the afternoons off to look after my daughter as well. So, and the beauty of it is, as soon as you start making time for you, your business will flourish because like you said, you can't pour from an empty cup. And most of the times when we are so eager to work, 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 our clients actually suffer.
1: Absolutely because you can't you can't truly pour into them.
0: And you don't give them all the quality they need, you don't give them all the attention you need, because also your mind is already on the next thing, or you show up really drained, because you've been working throughout the night and you go like, yeah, I'm here. But you're actually not there. So it really your quality of your services suffer from it, and your clients feel it. And It makes such a difference if you look after yourself first.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So for the listeners here that are in that stage of working all the time, you might be, you know, listening to this on your way to work and you're like, okay, well, I just don't understand how I'm going to find the time. Like my bills are not going to get paid. I can't just not do what I'm doing. What are the first steps that you would say for them to actually start doing that?
0: Yeah, well, I think it's 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 um it's a good thing to wonder how on earth can I do it differently. And of course, in the beginning you go instantly, I can't. That's that's normal, okay? So what I always recommend is to actually look at what you're currently doing and look at what you're currently getting the most results of. And you might be surprised. So one of the things that often Occur to us business owners we are eager right we are interested in many things we are you know open to trying new things so before you know it you're trying multiple things you're offering various services you're doing social media and maybe even six platforms you know so my wish for everybody who's listening and go like how <laughs> Tell me how. Study what works for you. Study what brings you the most joy. Look at what brings you the most money and what's the easiest way. Because all too often, if you simply cut back to that, what gives you the best clients, and it's most of the times also what you like to do best, it becomes really easy to focus on that. And when you focus on that, There is so much you don't have to do anymore. And and trust me, you do not have to do it all.
1: I love that you said that you don't have to do it all because it's so important to hire out the things that you do not want to do.
0: Yes. Or simply stop. That's a bit underestimated too. But so many of my clients just need to stop quite a bit of the things they're doing because it's not profitable. So I'll, I'll give you an example, networking, right? Everybody is always keen. Let's go networking. Sure. I'm all in favor of networking. Don't get me wrong. But I see far too often that people network in the wrong networking circles. They network, then they meet one on one because you have to truly make a connection. And they spent a lot of time on it, not always necessarily leading to clients. So I had one client coming to me. She was drained. She was like, okay, I'm exhausted. What am I doing wrong? We looked at the time she spent. And it turned out that all the networking events she was attending weren't delivering any clients. So she stopped going to those networking events and she got back 55 hours per month and just by doing something she thought was generating leads it wasn't it wasn't generating clients she didn't even like it (laughs) and she stopped and she got 55 hours back
1: that's a big one because net people do talk about networking all the time but they they don't talk a a lot about even maintaining the relationships they've already built yeah, Just keep trying to build and find more instead of going back and actually maintaining the ones that they have. Because I know in, in this industry, I've found that I get more from referrals than anything. And those are referrals from relationships that I have built and maintained. Yes. Um, and if you're not enjoying those networking events, because a lot of times when you go to networking Everybody's there for the same thing. True. They want to get clients. They're, yeah. not, they're not trying to be sold to.
0: True. And I think those are the wrong networking events. I don't like them. It's, it's like the card pushing machines. And I, I, I wouldn't buy because I like a genuine relationships. I like to get to know some people. So for me, that would be the wrong environment in any event. But it's also... I have quite a few clients that work for larger corporations. If that's you, don't go to these events where only small business owners attend because they're not your right audience. Go somewhere else. And and you know, it's it's you have so many networking events out there, so pick the right one. And if you find, can't find it, just keep looking because they are there. But don't go just trying and, and keep going at it when you really don't like them.
1: Thank you for that. What's another um, tip that you would give one of your clients that let's say, okay, they've, they've gotten some time back. Now let's, how, ha- how should I reallocate some of that time?
0: Well, it depends on, on what you do. If you've been working nonstop, I would, m- most of my clients, I urge them to get some time for themselves. Because the first one to go out of the window or to go back on the priority list is you, right? And so what I get is is people that are drained, you know, they, they're they tired, they're unhealthy, they don't like to look in the mirror anymore, uh, because they don't work out or they eat behind their desk. And then behind your desk, you never eat a salad. I don't know whether you noticed what salads and behind your desk don't work. So. I always advise them to do something that makes them feel good so many of my clients they like to start their day with a workout or a hike i've got one client who says i love to hike and when she has the time she goes out early i've got another client and he's like no way i'm not doing it in the morning it doesn't work for me i do it in the afternoon it you really go with your energy um and and also when you haven't been looking after yourself don't be very hard and don't go all in at once don't say okay so as from now on every day i get up at 5 i do 2 hour workout and then everything is going to go great start slow you know <laughs> yeah
1: give yourself some grace
0: yes yeah really make it easy and if you if you're not a morning person then do it in the afternoon but make yourself a priority again because you will feel better when you feel better, you also feel more confident. When you feel more confident, you sell more.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and and mindset is so important. And there's a mind-body connection. True. Definitely. I I find that um some of the people that have been the most successful throughout this time have also kept up with their health. I've also found that it's so much easier to become like just to be more attractive, if you just take care of yourself. Like yes. the older you get, if you just take care of yourself, because a lot of people do not take care of themselves, and it's just uh-huh. like you know. The older I get, I was like, I'm like people think I'm so young, and I mean I am young, but at the same time, it's just like, well, I take care of myself, so I I don't look super old. But I'll, I'll see some other people that are my age that do not take care of themselves, and it, it just it makes it. it You know, I could have been like a six, you know what I'm saying? But I'm automatically like an 8.5 because I just take care of myself.
0: Yeah, well, you should, you know, and and I I really it makes a difference about how you feel, how you behave, how you carry yourself. And that as a business owner, it's important. It's actually have you ever heard of um, the alter ego? Mm hmm. Because that's the same, you know, um, Beyonce has an alter ego, right? Or she had an alter ego. She she used that to come on stage and to become this vibrant, sexy other person. We all have an alter ego inside of us. And it's. I really ask my clients often, okay, so if you want to grow your business, if you want to scale up, tell me how does that future person of you look like? They always... They work out because they're, you know, fit. They take care of themselves. They are more confident. They are a lot of times more assertive, more authentic. And then I tell them, okay, now you've got that clear picture. Start acting like them. And when you do that, it's like you fast track your success because a lot of the things, the behaviors, easier to say no, for example, it all of a sudden becomes easy because you know you will do it in a year's time. So why not start today?
1: Absolutely. I, I do want to talk about the caveat of, you know, change. Because, yes. you know, when you change, there are people in your life that are used to you being where you were. Yes. And um, they might not like your you changing. So you've got to be aware of the fact that um, there are going to be people like, well, well you changed. You know, you, you've got to be willing to accept that there's going to be some resistance that comes along with that, too. Not yeah. only within your own head, but with in your, your current surroundings.
0: Yes. Yeah. And that, that's often quite hard to deal with because it's, it's very often it's close friends or family members that all of a sudden, don't get you anymore and that make make nasty remarks and or you've changed and then it sounds like it's a bad thing whereas you're really pleased that you progressed it is and it's 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 very often difficult and 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 you know especially when people all of a sudden kind of reject you because that could happen but when I look at it, it's often also that you've outgrown people because you continue to develop in the way you want to, in the direction that you're aiming for, but they're almost at a standstill. So sooner or later, you would have lost them along the way. But I'm with you. It's it's definitely a good caveat to make because it can be an unpleasant side of it. Yeah.
1: I, I think that... Um that's one thing that I've realized as I've gotten older and I've been on this like fast track of growth. Yeah. Myself, just, um, and moving around because I'm a military wife, I've, I've it's been easy to like let the people go that are not, yes. you know, serving me and I've gotten really comfortable doing that. But it's something that I, I see come up constantly. of, uh, you know, why a part of a big reason of why people almost relapse into their back, their old habits because they, they will not change their surroundings. And, you yeah. know, they always say it's lonely at the top. I don't believe that. I believe that you can find other people that are in the same trajectory as you are. You just have to be willing to expand your circle.
0: Yes. Yes, I'm with you. I, I, it's very, very important to see who are you surrounding yourself with. And it often happens when you don't notice it. But when, when you're in this circle and you share your thoughts or what you're working on and you get all these comments or you see that the people around you aren't there or they're they're still stuck at where you used to be, you know it's time to move. Because the people, the five people that you spend most time with, they really have a huge impact. And the study even goes further. It's five people and their friends. so. It's really critical to look at the people that are around you and make sure that you're in the right circle. And often as business owners, you need to find other business owners that think and feel alike, because the downside of not changing means you're actually going backwards because everything changes. If you're not doing anything, you're going backwards. And that's not what we want to do as business owners either. Oh yeah, I,
1: I absolutely believe that your network is your net worth and surrounding yourself with people that motivate you to be a better version of yourself in different areas of life is almost the, is so key to actually making the proper changes in your life. And it's not something that I find that is often talked about. So many people just focus on the individual and they forget that we're a community of people. And now as we're going into the new age of the metaverse, um, I think that it's going to be extremely interesting to see how now I, I have a whole theory, if you want to hear it. On yes, an, go for it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So from, I've just been studying people for the past couple of years and I realized that different people in different economic standpoints have different levels of ego.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I find that wealthy people have multiple levels of their ego that they have to break through. And um, for instance, because they care so much more about what other people perceive them as on such deeper levels. And it's, it's really that onion that they got to go, go through. Well, now with social media coming into the play, people get to be different people on social media and you're already seeing that, um, being a huge impact on teenagers and millennials' mental health. Yeah. That and, and now with the the metaverse coming into play, there's an opportunity for artificial intelligence to become more intelligent than humans and really adopt and feel, but they're going to miss a soul. So how is it that, you know, It's almost a question that I have, like, how are people going to still enjoy what's real versus what isn't? And it still maintain who they are when they've got different avatars posing as them in this metaverse that's that's going to um, take their their attention away. I think that there's going to be great um, benefits from the metaverse. For people that are mindful of it, but I, I also think there's going to be huge downfalls in relationship and mental health as well.
0: Yeah. Well, there's one thing that I, um, I, I, I want to say. Um, I think you you can't generalize, so you can't say wealthy people are more superficial. There might be some, but I know very many that aren't. So you know, you, you, I, I don't want to generalize, um, but I'm with you. I think it's it's gonna be a challenge, and I think what will be, there will be more and more people who want to know the real, the real, raw, authentic um, human aspect of people, and that's why I think stories, and for example, your podcast is making a difference because that's when we get to connect with authentic people with true stories and that I don't think that will ever be replaced but there will be a lot um that we need to look through so to say
1: and I don't mean it as like wealthy people are shallow let me me stop or or like are you know superficial I just feel like they um and yeah it's wrong to generalize people but people that are in front of a lot of different people yes I, I find that they have more, they have to fight more for their self-esteem.
0: Okay, tell, talk to me about that because I'm- Like, intrigued.
1: are there self-worth? And then, I mean, that might be something that's like, I, I see amongst Americans in general, like-
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's- But you're saying if I'm in front, so let's, I'm in front of a lot of people, then I struggle with my self-esteem. Why is that?
1: Are not necessarily self-esteem for, but it's you've got more at stake with your own reputation.
0: Reputation. So your sure, I get that. Yeah, because if 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 your reputation fails, you fail in front of a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm with you.
1: So you have more of your own personal standards, for instance. Yeah. Tend to be higher if you have, well, if you live by certain labels. So, like, let's say I'm a Christian author that is conservative. Right. You've got these labels that almost, I, and I feel like they almost put you in a box without knowing that you're in that box. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily just wealthy people. So no, I, sh- I I retract that statement. But people that have a, a lot of labels with yes. that. Yeah. It's, I, I feel like that's going, that's just a bigger part of their ego that they have to break through versus a person that isn't as, doesn't label themselves as much.
0: I'm thinking about, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, but the thought that immediately comes to my mind is, is when I, I studied marketing for a brief period and in marketing, they like to label you and they like to put you in little boxes because otherwise we can't market to you. And that's the reason why I quit marketing because I was like, no, I don't fit in a box. I don't want to be put in a box. And, but you're right, the stereotyping, the generalizing, the, the, okay, I'm labeled so, so I need to be so, is is gonna be more and more because it's easy. Um, But I like to think that we get to break through it, you know, and I think that might be more challenging um, in the future. I, I I understand what you're saying, you know, with social media, and 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 it's so easy to put people in a box. And you also, on social media or whenever you're presenting, you only see a certain image of someone, right? It might be a very well cultivated image, but it's only part of the whole picture. And I think for us, it's a challenge to to dig through and to get the entire picture. And that's why I actually. I think that um, as business owners, we often strive to have a certain image. That's that's maybe what you know what what this whole conversation started. Mm-hmm. But I feel it's very important to be authentic and also to to share your faults where you actually went in the wrong. Because in my experience, if I see someone being always perfect. I'm out. I'm far from perfect. So I can't really connect with a perfect person. That kind of that's not me. But if I if I see someone who makes a mistake and laughs about it and admits it and then continues, I go like, oh, that's nice. They own their mistake. And I think that people who do that create more followers than the ones that always seem to be perfect because someday they're gonna fall from the pedestal.
1: Absolutely. I, I absolutely agree that they're but we also we like to we're authentic people and we like to seek authentic people. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of people that just they look at what people put on their Instagrams and their stories and they think that oh well that's that's real life and that's what mine's supposed to look like and they're always so happy and they Ooh. really get caught into that so quickly especially yeah. as younger people come up and they see this image of perfection. You know, yeah. you saw that in the 70s with women that wanted to be like models, like the image of women um throughout history, it's all been kind of followed. And what we represent in the world, you know, on these different platforms, I find that it's the women that um show more of their skin and are doing crazy things like, you know, dancing and twerking on, you know, that getting for no. yes. attention. And then what does that show to little girls? Now I know like this is, this is not the same as, you know, business owners, but I, I think that it's, it, it does tie into it as well, because as you're representing your business, you want to represent it as yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you. And I, I'm also very much with you with, with the, image you portray and and i'm I'm very happy that my daughter isn't watching i've got a a daughter of 10 she isn't watching those dancing videos because not alone do do i not like her to to see it but it's also almost an image that she, she might think she needs to be as well where i go like oh you you really don't have to and it's, it's also the same. She watches other videos with gamers that look like top models. <laughs> and, and she now has this image. Oh, I go on YouTube and I and I just, you know, all of a sudden, magically, I make a lot of money. That's That's, I get a lot of followers. And luckily, sometimes they show how they started and how they looked. And, you know, so, and it's something we discuss, but it's true. It's very, it's almost false advertising, isn't it? And and I'm with you. You don't. If you do that in your business, you're gonna fall through one day, one day or the other. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Because at, at some point, people are going to have to wake up and realize that that what they see online and what is in the you know new coming metaphors is not always real. There are going to be real people out there, but we're we're now facing this amazing opportunity but just like you know with growth and as you make your changes in business to being more of yourself finding out who you are before getting into this next step of where we're going is so much more important for how Mm -hmm. you show up and i mean you there's so many opportunities now that for those that go into the metaverse as it's being built and new and you know investing in NFTs and blockchain and everything like that to also go in with, with the ideology of it really, truly representing yourself. And I mean, that's what you help people do by, by not overworking and having the time to be with themselves.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's also very true that a lot of people overwork because they feel they have to, they feel that it's an image. Let's be honest. You, you look online and how many people don't say oh, I worked hard I, I I you know I hustled and now I'm a success. It's it's almost imprinting that you can only be successful when you work hard. When of course it's not like you sit down and oh oh my word I've just got a, the most amazing business on you know landed on my lap. No that's that's not how it works. You have to do things. It's just be very mindful and, and, you know, purposeful with the things you do. And then you have to do a whole lot less than people want to make you believe.
1: Why do you think that people start businesses and automatically start overworking?
0: I honestly believe it's, it's because, well, there are a couple of reasons. First of all when when you start your business you're eager to make it succeed right so when you're eager to make it succeed you will put in the work so uh, that's a normal thing and i think it's a healthy thing like i said it's not going to happen when you <laughs> when you don't work for it you know at least not in the beginning then second of all it's very much in our cultures worldwide that Business owners are supposed to work day and night. It's almost like an excuse. Oh, you're a business owner? Oh, you're setting up your business? Oh, yeah, you have to work so hard. So that's that. Then there's also this this trend that if you ask someone, hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. So I'm busy and I'm important, right? Because I can say I'm busy, I'm important. Even if we don't have anything to do, we want to appear busy because then I I mean something. And, And then there is also that there are so many people who made it in a certain way that when you are a business owner and you see all these different ways of gaining success, more clients, that you go like, oh, let me try that. And then on top of that, we have the shiny syndrome where you go like oh but that's also nice don't quit that one go to the next oh and i've heard let me try that so before you know it you've bought into all these ways you didn't pick one and you're just adding and adding and adding and you kind of lose sight of what is the best thing for you
1: absolutely i i also think that people don't think about the lives they want to live when they're building their businesses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. If you ask people why did you start your business? Nine out of 10 says, I wanted more freedom. That's what nine out of 10 says, I wanted more freedom. Okay, what are you doing now? You're working more than you did in your corporate job. Something something went wrong, and you're not paying yourself. You're paying yourself nothing. So you're really you're really doing it the wrong way around, but yeah, people need help. Mark, Absolutely. Them.
1: Absolutely. Um, so as far as your business, where do you see yourself going into 2022? What are some of your goals?
0: Okay, so I have just launched a new program, which is really gonna kick off and and gonna become big in 2022. It's called the High Achievers Freedom Code. Because I've been there, right? And I'm very eager to make it work. So if you're like me, and you're always like on and you want to go and it's an amazing thing, you can get very far in your business. But there are the downsides once you know how to deal with them the sky is the limit so that's that's i'm working with high achievers to get their business off the ground like hmm, the sky is the is the limit and um to leverage the time to reach more people that's my number one thing and the other thing is i'm working on a mastermind which is a very low level, meaning it's not low value what you get, but the price is low level. Um, And I'm doing that on purpose because as much as people work, many of us tend to procrastinate on the important matters. And this mastermind is to really help you to get the most important things done so that you actually see how wonderfully you can scale your business so that's something else I'm going to work on so I've got three programs next year. it's my mastermind to get to help you to get the important things done it's for the entrepreneurs that are really you know having a business but it's not established yet so really want to put it out there and then it's for the high achievers that run a successful business but are craving that extra time that's those are my plans and I'm I'm excited. I can tell you that.
1: I'm so excited to see what you do in this upcoming year. And, you know, thank you so much for joining me today and, you know, providing so much value and, you know, the additional conversation we had about, you know, just the ego and people and, you know, what's going on in the future. I I love that. I love to get into, you know, theories. And I, I just, I love that. So thank you so much for joining me today.
0: My absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Empowered
1: Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.